Hi, your podcast MAs today are Jane Anderson, Gavin Bossy, Jacqueline Inoue, and Jasmine Nason. So, so throughout um, chapters eleven through twenty-one, um, we're we're gonna start first talk first start talking about Edna and like characterizing her. So, what I first noticed is that Edna really starts to rebel more against the status quo, like she starts to go against what her husband's orders and then there's really a contrast between her now and then her like towards the beginning of the book because towards the, the beginning of the book she really just kind of followed her husband's orders or really was was to the readers well it's to me was kind of viewed as pop property not really a person but now she's kind of like grown as a grown more as a person and then realizing her own self individuality um, yeah, kind so of, oh, kind of adding won't. on to that, um, I noticed how she was like learning to act in her own ways instead of listen to her husband, like Jaden said. But um, she kind of she yeah she realized her worth in the way that she started acting, and when her husband started to tell her what to do in these chapters, she kind of just did stuff like for her own intentions and like as a goal to like be true to her inner self and instead of listening to others around her like she stopped obeying to the men who told her what to say especially her husband uh yeah so i liked what you said there but um i've got a quote that kind of supports that so uh in the beginning around page 53 she's talking or her husband's telling her to go inside because it's cold out and then she says no and then uh, she perceived that her will had blazed up stubborn and resistant. So that stubbornness and resistance towards, you know, commands, she never really exhibited that anywhere in the first chapter, at least before her awakening in the ocean and with Robert. Um, kind of adding on to like what everyone said, I just wanted to include a quote that another quote that I found. It's just right before what Gavin said on page 52. Um, it This quote says that, Another time she would have gone in at his request. She would, through habit, have yielded to his desire with, or not with any sense of submission or obedience to his compelling wishes, but unthinkingly as we walk, move, sit, stand, go through the daily treadmill of the life which has been portioned out to us. This kind of shows the, um, the whole like um, process of her, like as Jaden said, truly finding her individuality and becoming more independent as... Um, as an individual and instead of like unthinkingly um submitting to her husband's orders she directly like um observes that she doesn't sub- she doesn't become so submissive to him anymore and kind of has her own voice going um i have like an open question for you guys on on the lines of like edna being rebellious um do you think Edna is in the wrong when she rebels against the status quo? Um, that's kind of a difficult question because you can kind of look at it at an emotional standpoint and then really just a, you know, cold hard facts kind of situation because, I mean, like legally she is in the wrong, I'd say, because back then it was the status quo was actually the law for a wife to obey her husband, but then... You know, looking at it from the lens we have now, you know, with more equality and stuff, I would say she's not in the wrong here because she's just really discovering herself and finding out that she actually is a person, not property.
Uh, I really do agree with that, like how back then um, it was common for, or was needed, necessary for women to obey their husbands, but in this case, um, I agree that she isn't necessarily like in the wrong because she's doing stuff for herself and like protecting herself and she can choose whatever she wants to do like she doesn't listen to she's not like she doesn't have to listen to whoever she wants to she can do stuff for herself um i think like going um going off of all of this i think it's kind of like the author's intention for edna to become a little bit rebellious and kind of a little bit makes it a controversial topic especially because it was very it was it was very common for women to like obey their husbands in this time period but i think that's the whole point of kate chopin's writing is to just bring awareness of individuality to women who feel oppressed by you know um by like men and yeah yeah Um, sorry uh and also um as she like starts to like resist like all these rules that have been placed before her like her previous i noticed that like previously her sleeping and eating habits weren't like as good but in these chapters they like excelled and she um started to sleep and eat better and like care for herself more and like i noticed that this like enhanced her friendships and like relationships with people with people especially like robert he was always like there for her like in every situation she's placed in well not really until she like until he moves to mexico without her knowing which was like i'm so confused on why like i understand he got like a really humongous opportunity but to this i might just be confused and i really didn't maybe i didn't really see it in the book or read it or like comprehend it in the book but i still don't understand why Robert didn't tell Edna um, that he was moving to Mexico until she found out by herself. Why do you guys think that is? Um, okay, I was actually thinking about that too because I remember that Edna was complaining a lot about like Robert leaving her and you know how that was really selfish of him. But actually, I don't remember where this was. I can't find a direct quote, but I remember Robert like one someone told Robert that like. Edna didn't really take him seriously as, like, a person, and he got really upset by that, and, like, he even exclaimed, like, why doesn't she take me seriously, like, he felt like he was a better support system to her than, like, her husband, so I think he was upset by that, and he kind of thought that she didn't really like him in the same way, because obviously he had feelings towards her, it was, like, very obvious, so when he got upset that he figured out that Edna, like, has a husband and doesn't well, he already knew that she had a husband, but when he figured out that, like, she's not serious towards him, I think that is kind of one of the reasons that Robert didn't really tell her until the last minute. Yeah, so I liked that point, but I kind of have a opposing thing. I'm going to look at it from Robert's perspective here. So he's falling in love with a married woman who's married to a very wealthy and powerful man who, if he found out, he could probably do some bad things to Robert so he's he's leaving he's moving to Mexico to try to escape the feelings he has at least or maybe only temporarily but that's my that's my point of view on it I'd say I um agree with um kind of both your guys' views because um going off to what Gavin said yes I would I completely understand 
um, Gavin's point of why Robert would leave because back then you wouldn't really like back then um, like marriages were like like you even if you weren't happy you would say married like divorces really weren't really normalized back then and that um, maybe that's why maybe that's why Robert like is so flirtatious with Edna because he knows that like oh even if I, even if I flirt with her they're still going to be married and if um and if her hus- husband I'm so sorry I pronounced this wrong Mr. Pontillier found out finds out then something bad could happen to Robert in the end so uh, I'd like to move on to a different kind of topic well not topic but something still about Edna but a bit later in the section she goes back to her house in New Orleans and then she's feeling all this despair and she goes into a room and then she takes off her wedding ring and flings it upon the carpet and then stamps her heel upon it striving to crush it and then it also says her small boot heel did not make an indenture not a mark upon the little glittering circlet so I think that really symbolizes her her opposition to her marriage so she's taking off this ring she's throwing it on the ground and she's trying to destroy it but she isn't able to which kind of shows that even though she is awakening and her you know real humanity like she her individuality is coming through she still doesn't really have the strength to get out of the marriage she really doesn't want to be in yeah and also like correct me if I'm wrong but like at first she was like in that when she was like throwing the ring and stuff she was a little helpless but then like she kind of realized like that she needs to learn to be independent that's what I got from it um adding on to Gavin's point I think her not destroying the ring um really also symbolizes her strength but also showing that going back to the point I made earlier that back then you couldn't it was really really like difficult or really weird to have a divorce back then because like I said divorces really weren't really that normalized so even if she did have the strength to like stop the marriage it would still she would probably lose all of her wealth probably all of her friends probably most of her family because back then like having a divorce was pretty looked down upon yeah I liked what Jaden said there about divorce not being normalized so that kind of brings me back to the main conflict of the book which is really Edna versus herself. So you can you can see right after she throws the ring and breaks a vase over her feeling of hopelessness, she immediately feels bad for it and like feels bad about doing it. So she's her independent self is fighting against what she's been raised to do, what society thinks she is, which is just really a, at at that time really an object kind of. But um I think that's really the main conflict throughout the book is her struggling between being a wife and having a having kids and everything and then being herself and feeling uh, happy okay so call me crazy i'm just gonna make a weird connection but what i was reading this book it's sort of giving me it's not that intense as the connection i'm gonna make but it's sort of and it sort of reminds me of juliet from women and juliet because she because these two women are both going through sort of not extreme similar situations but sort of similar situations because they're both choosing between a man that they don't love and a man that they do love and then wealth and against the status quo and then I just made that connection like a few a little while ago so I just wanted to state it
Um, I think that's actually a really good connection. Like, now that I think about it, like, it sounds silly at first, but, like, if you think about it, like, both Edna and Juliet are going against, like, the status quo, but, like, learn independence in a way. And, like, they're controlled by society, like, in a lot of ways, but they still, like, make decisions based on their own, like, intentions. So, um, I have, I have another open question for rest of the podcast speakers. If you were in Edna's situation, what would you do? And I'm just gonna start by answering this question. What I would do is I'll probably, honestly, if I was in that, um, situation at that time, I would probably stick with Mr. Pontelier because back then divorces were, like I said, not really normalized and I'll probably lose everything and then Robert would also probably lose everything too because he would be the reason why but that's just my certain opinion Um, I think I would also stay with Mr. Pontelier because of the children and that'd probably be my main reason but like once you when you first choose to marry someone like like just as these are my own opinion I think you should stay married to them like as long as possible personally i wouldn't really know um but i think i would agree with jade and jasmine like um like things back then uh, a lot especially like not really like divorce but like just women having like their own independence wasn't it wasn't common either um like i'm guessing that she was a housewife and she didn't work so obviously she wouldn't have a steady income and like jasmine said like she has a duty to her children too and by leaving a family like that breaks a connection and it could be devastating for like her kids which i don't think that's her intention but then again like you committed to a marriage and although it's um it it can it's turning into a, a not really beneficial relationship it's still like something that you know I don't know it's just I feel like it's something that she should stick to if she doesn't want anybody else to get hurt um I don't really have an opinion on this but I'd really I kind of agree with what Jackie was saying with uh how you have an obligation to your kids you know it's not their fault they're not at, at fault for anything here so why should they have to suffer for you know, a bad marriage or anything like that. Yeah, like I said, I 100% agree with um, Jackie, Jasmine, and Gavin. Do you guys want to move on to a different character or, like, a different motif? Sure. I didn't really notice any birds in this section, but, I mean... I guess she kind of mimics a bird where she's, you know, kind of learning to take flight and be independent on her own. But that's really it for birds, I would say, unless you guys have anything else to say about birds. Honestly, no. I don't, like... I didn't notice anything. Yeah, I didn't notice anything, too. Like, like you said, I think she's just symbolizing, or like, a baby, like, chick trying to learn how to, learn how to, like, fly on her own or be... In, like an individual with no one to help her financially. Um, 
Any characters you guys want to talk about? Do you guys want to talk about Robert? Because I have some stuff to talk about him. Sure, let's talk about Robert. So, like, going back to um, Robert, how, like, sort of the reason why he moved to Mexico. I think another reason why he might have went to Mexico is because um, he was honestly just afraid of what, of what he, like, afraid of what he might do to, like, Edna and his family. Because, like, throughout... Like, we learned, I, th- I remember, like, what I read, he had, like, really many flirtatious relationships over the past couple summers with different women. And then he was probably, and obviously, a lot of people just thought it was, like, normal, like, oh, it's just Robert being Robert. But then he actually developed, you can tell he actually develops feelings for Edna, and he's kind of afraid of, like, what what he might do, like, because he's not really had, like, a really a committed relationship before because he had so many flirtatious non-commitment relationships so i think that's another reason why he must have left to mexico because he was afraid of himself uh i agree with that but also him not telling edna until the last second that he was moving to mexico mexico was really selfish like in my opinion because like even if like he he knew it was like I don't know if he knew it was wrong that he was flirting with a married woman, but they still had, like, a solid friendship, like, regardless. Mm -hmm. So I think she deserved for him to at least say something and not betray her or leave her. Um, yeah, really, just like you guys said, I don't really have anything to add to that, but... Yeah, kind of selfish, you know, maybe he was acting in haste. He's realizing, oh, this this might be getting too far. Like I said earlier, he's realizing that he could get in some serious trouble for having a relationship with a married woman. And then he goes to Mexico instead of dealing with those problems. Um, is that it for Robert? Or Honestly, I think so, because I think in the these past ten chapters, the, the main conflict with Robert is him leaving Edna, which, start, which starts like a butterfly effect of her depressive state. Yeah, um, I'd say Leonce doesn't really change. He's kind of the, he kind of stays the same throughout the entire book, I'd estimate or I'd guess. But, you know, the first one he's commanding, he's he kind of stays out of the way of everything. Same thing in this one, he kind of stays out of Edna's way. He, he orders her around. She denies it, and he's like, what's going on? And he's kind of confused. He's... He's really just the the guy that stays the same the entire time and is just confused on why Edna's having this awakening and these changes. Going back to the answer, like Mr. Pontillier, at first I thought he was like the antagonist because we found out that he was very materialistic, that he viewed his wife as property, that he treated really badly. And then now I kind of really don't know who's the antagonist. Who do you guys think the antagonist in this book is? Um, I'd honestly say it's Edna herself and the way she's been raised and the way society's taught her how to act and behave, you know, she's supposed to be delicate and, you know, can't really do any heavy lifting, can't speak for herself, you know, gets ordered around, but then that's the, that's contrasting and conflicting with her new sense of individuality where she's, you know, discovering new things, finding out that she really isn't happy in life. And then, you know, 
actually disobeying orders that her husband and others give her. I also think she's the antagonist to go off of Gavin's point because if you think about it, like after her like resurrection, I guess, in the water, um, she kind of does all of these like rebellious things as Jaden's been saying to kind of like, um, she doesn't like try to compromise her relationship. She kind of puts it on the line. So she's sort of like endangering her relationship and because she wants to break free of, I guess, Leon's, Leonce's, um, like, his sort of, like, aggression that he has towards her. So, in a way, she is her own antagonist, but I think the way that, like, she's handling it really makes it seem like she's jeopardizing her own relationships. Yeah, and, like, this is kind of like a character versus self situation in the way that she, she's, like, she has like obvious inner problems with herself and like in the decisions she makes on a daily basis but as the story goes on she does learn her way i think i think going um i totally agree with all your guys' points and going back to what jasmine said i think what kate japan's doing with edna is that she's telling the readers that with her own self like insecurities saying how like she cannot she doesn't have enough strength to go against the status quo. I think, like Jasmine said, it's more of like a character self, um, like conflict, inner conflict, because she's honestly just getting in her own way. Yes, there are people who treat her badly in these situations, but um, she she puts herself in these situations. Like, yes, she is going. Yes, she's being rebellious, but she's still like yes, she's being more rebellious and be more an individual, but still, she's still. Um, putting her like putting herself down, and then not really being committed to the relationships that she already has with, especially her children. That's what I thought. Yeah, so I'd like to talk a little bit about Leon's possibly being the antagonist. So I I thought that originally, like first reading the first section, I thought Leon's is the protag or the antagonist, but you know, thinking about it more. Um, Leon's, I mean, like, now when we're looking back on it, we're, we think, oh, this is an awful person. He hates women. He hates his wife. But back then, that was the normal thing to do. He wasn't doing anything wrong in the sense of how things were back then. So I don't really think Leon's is doing anything wrong. I mean, when we're looking at it now, we think he's an awful person. But I think he isn't really doing anything that bad at least in the in the context of that time period. Yeah, like, going off to what Gavin said, like, now if a man did that, he would probably be roasted to smithereens or something, but <laughs> he would, but, like, back then, I still think that whatever he's doing, or what, what he's doing to Edna is, like, a horrible, not not a good thing to do at all to your spouse but back then it it was sort of like the norm so in his eyes and also society's eyes or the status quo at the time it was kind of viewed as oh that's like that's normal like they would probably think it's not like okay like the best relationship because back then there were like good mutual respect relationships but back then it wasn't viewed as bad as it is today i actually have a quote that um i found about uh leonce's like attitude towards um edna's kind of 
like new stuff i guess so it says here that um like uh mr pontelier's mind to wonder sometimes entered mr pontelier's mind to wonder if his wife were not growing a little unbalanced mentally he could see plainly that she was not herself that is he could not see that she was becoming herself and daily casting aside that fictitious self which we assume like a garment with which to appear before the world i feel like the um the words that the author is using to describe how um, Leon's is look, viewing his wife like her new attitude he doesn't realize that she's actually becoming herself more but based off of Kate Chopin's words she's actually suppressing herself to a keep the relationship with her husband and to be not go like ballistic <laughs> and I just think that um, Leon's could be a possible antagonist because he in a way is making Edna not really pursuing her true self and, and her individuality yeah so i'd like to finish this off by kind of twisting what jackie was saying so i was that quote i was thinking about it and it kind of revealed something at least what i'm thinking about is um robert might just or not robert uh leonce might actually just symbolize society at the time you know he's very traditional he's thinking oh my wife's acting differently she has a mental illness you know he's the literal perfect image of 1800s husband you know he's commanding he doesn't care about things he smokes he reads the paper yeah so i would say he represents society at the time society's views of how things are supposed to be done so in that sense he is kind of the antagonist where edna is not only fighting against herself she's fighting against what society is telling her what she should be and does anyone have anything else they want to finish off with or I just want to say that um, I 100% agree with Gavin that also the antagonist can be society as well because the status quo maybe because Leonce or Mr. Pontelier kind of represents society as a whole. Um, adding on to Leonce as the antagonist, I also wanted to say like how he know he like he knew like that Robert and his wife hung out all the time and he seemed to be like comfortable with it he didn't really say anything about it so like he kind of created the situation himself by allowing it to happen so this is Jaden anderson gavin bossy jacqueline inoue and jasmine ason thank you so much thank you for listening